Hello and welcome to the Season 4 premiere of the Chesapeake Hockey Week. I am your host, Scotty Waz. It's hard to believe that it's already hockey time, but alas, here we are, ready to go. Uh, preseason over for some, just getting started for others. But by and large, we got some things to talk about here when it comes to Maryland hockey. And uh, glad to be back. Glad to be back with y'all. Uh, we'll be... Uh, Dropping things every Tuesday, um, time permitting for the time being, and then we'll see what happens from there going forward. So it's back to our regularly scheduled programming, I'm sure. Let's get started with the Maryland Black Bears, who will be the first team off the uh, off the hop in the higher divisions of uh, Maryland hockey. Uh, they got to, to take on their USHL affiliate, the Youngstown Phantoms. This weekend in a two-game exhibition uh, set at Piney Orchard Ice Arena, the Den was back and hopping, and uh, game one went to the Black Bears. Not a lot of information on there, uh, no, no names on the jerseys by and large, different numbers for everyone too, so it was an odd thing to say the least, but the Black Bears win in overtime. They were for sure that Connor Cole got the uh, game winner in OT. To put the Black Bears up uh, two to one, game, win the game two to one as well. Uh, Saturday's game, which the photos are up on the Face Off Hockey Show oh, Facebook page at FOHS Radio. Second game at Philip Dornquist, get off to a hot start with a goal seven thirty left in the uh, first period, but then Youngstown scored five unanswered and uh, flexed themselves to a victory five to one on that one. So. That's the uh, that's the way it is. They split the uh, start of the preseason and end of the preseason, and now we get ready for the regular season, which starts this Friday night at the Den. Uh, should be a hoot as the New Jersey Titans once again come into town to open up the season. Third time in the last four years that New Jersey's done that at Piney Orchard, so we will see what goes on there. Uh, start times Friday night, early start time, 6.30 east, and on Saturday, 7 o'clock east, both at Piney Orchard. And then next week, they go uh, out to Blaine for the NHL Showcase. So a lot of games to fit in a tight schedule. So we'll see how the Black Bears are set up, ready to go. And not a lot to be said about their roster. One thing we do know is that Michael Morelli is back in net. He has uh, he has come back. He played uh, in both games this past weekend, so uh, good to have him back. Some other uh, other players that they said at least uh, this is a, now this is according to the uh, the NHL's uh, season preview for the Maryland Black Bears. But in their write up, they they list uh, a couple you know a couple of interesting names on the roster that we're not shouldn't be too surprised about. Um, uh, Aiden McDowell back on the blue line, like I said, Philip Tornquist, Connor Colback, Sean Kilcullen, Kevin Scott. Brandon uh, Brandon Piku, Aiden Bruich, Brad McNeil, uh, those guys seem to be back according to the NHL website. Of course, you know, uh, card subject to change without notice. And I read somewhere, I'm doing some research, that Garrett Sidlowski could be poking his head around. He's not on the Western Michigan roster uh, as I as I look at it right now. Um, he. Doesn't I mean the the Tri City Storm who hold his uh, USHL rights have not put out their training camp roster, so I, it's hard to say where he's at right now. Could he come back to uh, to Maryland? That'd be wonderful if he could, but we don't know yet. We'll have to see 
come opening night. But uh, opening night just around the corner. Hockey TV's got the call, and you can save some money. Uh, you go to the Black Bears, uh, Black Bears Twitter at Black Bears NHL, and they will give you the scoop on how you can save some dollar dollar bills, y'all. And then we can see the roster as it unfolds live and in living color uh, on Hockey TV. Team Maryland, they are starting a week later. They will be starting on Friday, September 17th at Piney Orchard, 7 p.m. start time on that against Connecticut. And uh, a couple of roster things named over the summer is that uh, Sawyer Tantleff will be named the captain of the team this year. The defenseman will uh, will wear the C, and Evan Donnelly has been named an alternate captain. So you got those two guys back on the in the fold, and uh, we will see, again, no real roster announcements as of yet from the team directly so we have not uh, said uh, no one thing or another who's coming back who's staying all this other fun stuff but we will keep our eyes peeled for that stevenson university the men's squad they start here in october so we'll have a long way before we start talking about them uh october 16th against lebanon valley uh at lebanon valley and then they play pretty much the whole month of october in the first part of november uh, away and then not back in reisterstown until November 12th against Nazareth. So we have that to look forward to over in Reisterstown. Trying to build off the season they had last year. Um, I think Stevenson, uh, a lot lot of good work going into last season and then just falling just a bit short on what they wanted to do uh, in the regular season. They have the, uh, the, the, the horses to, you know, have a bad term about that. Uh, but they have the team to do it this year to kind of build off that a fair amount of uh, players coming back as well. So we will see how this all pans out. Ryan Kenny is just is a, is going to be a junior this year, so that's going to be huge. I mean, you have a lot of first year uh, players who had big roles. They're going to be bumped up into bigger roles with everyone leaving. So we will see what uh, Stevenson has to offer on the men's side. The women's side, of course, heartbreak of last year. Uh, you know, having so much going on and then, you know, having five player, five-year top players out uh, just couldn't recover in the playoffs on that one. But they start October 29th at Trine, and then they go to uh, the next night in Adrian against Adrian College. And Adrian College went 20-0-1 last year, averaging five goals a game and only giving up .8 goals a game. So a real big test uh, right here for the... The, the Lady Mustangs in this one, but it's a test I think they're going to be up to. A, a very hardened squad, a very, you know, a, a team that doesn't have any give up to them. They're going to face the challenges head on and be ready for them. So I think this is a good test for uh, the, uh, the the squad right now. Tori Amoff has, uh, has uh, the right team ready to go, and they'll come back in November as well. November 12th, they'll take on Newman in their first home game in Reisterstown. They also added a uh, coach as uh, Laura Ardon as uh, named the assistant coach. Uh, she came from Elmira College, who was over her tenure there, just a powerhouse. I believe uh, 35 wins and uh, and uh, 35 wins, five losses, and two uh, ties uh, when she was there with the Soaring Eagles over two seasons. As an associate, uh, as a volunteer in the hockey operations for video coordinating, a uh, pair of UCHC championships as well. So her video skill will be very, very uh, uh, apt 
and it'll be a very big boost for the Stevenson women uh, in the year and years ahead. Going to the club hockey scene now, so we got some interesting situations. This year, there are two kind of divisions. We've got the ACHA, and we have the CH, uh, the CHF, the Co- College Hockey Federation. There are teams from Maryland in that one, too. We'll start in the ACHA, where the uh, Naval Academy, they will start in, on October 1st against Drexel at home at McMullen, a home-and-home on that one uh, as their schedule kind of pots out all the way through. Games against uh, Delaware, uh, Westchester, Temple, Lehigh, uh, William Peterson, Pitt, uh, George Mason, Towson, of course, Villanova. Uh, they're trying to get some games against Army in uh, December. We'll see how that goes. And, of course, the Crab Pot this year, another four Maryland team with Navy, Towson, Maryland, and Stevenson vying for that in February for uh, for them. So that's a great, great look uh, to have their schedule out after the year they had to take off. Another uh, team that had to take off last year. Got some uh, got some games going. They're starting soon here to Towson. Their D1 will start off against Loyola. I'm assuming Marymount because I don't think Loyola University of Maryland has a men's team. Uh, so they will start off September 17th and 18th uh, at Towson. So that's going to be, I believe that's at Ice World too. So they have their stuff on their uh, social medias too, and that'll be good for them. They'll play a lot of games on the road, especially in November. Uh, they'll have uh, a, a string of games, and then pretty much the sprint after second semester comes in, only a couple games on that to try to get into the playoffs. The Maryland Terrapins, the Division Two team, they come back on the ice. In fact, their train camp, I think, starts this week. Uh, they'll start September 18th for Real Reels uh, against the University of Scranton at the Gardens Ice House. So we'll have game times. Game times on that will be announced shortly. And then they have a quite a schedule going on. They'll take on like Liberty and Stevenson, West Virginia, Rowan, Ryder, Delaware, College of New Jersey, and then onward from there before they hit the MAC, uh, MACH playoffs. Uh, in February, Stevenson's men. We uh, we see that they're playing the crab pot. We see they're playing Maryland twice in October uh, for the D two side. Nothing other than that. I have not seen any schedule drops from them. I'm sure that'll come after we publish this podcast because that's how the thing always works. And uh, we'll move on from there. But Stevenson also gearing up for a D three team as well. We might cover some ins and outs on that one as well. So they have a, a full squad there for the ACHA battles. We will have to see how this all pans out for them as this school is starting to become like a very big uh, trying to mimic a powerhouse uh, like an Adrian or a Liberty University where they have a good, uh, very good team stack from all divisions, every kind of place they can play. So we will see how this all fares out for Stevenson. Now, the College Hockey Federation is a new uh, college, I guess, club college entity breaking off from the uh, ACHA due to, you know, of course, political and personal conflicts, which, hey, it happens in hockey. So uh, Navy will be in the CHF in the ACCHL and also in the DVCHC, who's moved over to the College Hockey Federation. Uh, UMBC is back. Johns Hopkins is back. And Salisbury is back with two D2 teams. So we've got that going for us. A lot of Maryland content going on from there. Navy, the only one to really announce the schedule uh, start date October 9th against Newman, uh, Newman's club team in the ACHL. 
ACCHL, and then nothing yet from uh, that I saw for UMBC or the Salisburys or Johns Hopkins. So exciting times for a new division uh, in college hockey, uh, college club hockey, giving a little bit more opportunity and probably a little more leeway uh, for college, uh, club players than the ACHA has been uh, seen to give. So uh, good luck to them on their new venture. And in the women's side of things, nothing yet from any of the teams that we've covered. Navy in the CHE uh, East, uh, no scheduling from them, nor from Maryland Towson or uh, Loyola Maryland in the DVCHC side of things. But schedules were working, I'm sure. Um, there's going to be a lot of, especially on the club level, and I would even say on the D3 level, situations where having to navigate through protocols, having to navigate through state state regulations and things like that. So I think there's a lot uh, still to be done with scheduling. And I'm, like I said, on the club level, uh, probably especially since it's a, it's not really a sponsored situation. So it could be more out-of-pocket things. I don't know. But I, it's one of those situations that could be a little bit more cautious on the club side of things. Hopefully they can get an entire season in. That'd be wonderful, uh, especially to make up for what they lost last year and then move forward uh, and hopefully be on the better side of it coming out of uh, 2022. Uh, not really much players to talk about uh, in general, but we will uh, talk about uh, Lacey Eden, who did win a silver medal at the Women's World Championship uh, a few weeks back as she uh, was on the USA team for five games, notching two assists, including an assist in the gold medal game. Uh, USA coming up just short as Canada wins it in overtime, uh, three to two in the championship game. But Lacey Eden starting her first time in the uh, 18 and up squad for the USA hockey. So a big monumental occasion for her. Good to see her getting some ice time as well. So uh, as more players uh, come in uh, into the fold, we'll see what they go from there and move onward and upward from that. But that's it. That's all. We've done our first edition of the Chesapeake Hockey Week. Thank you for joining me. Hey, we're on the uh, internet, Chesapeake HW Pod, on both Twitter and Facebook, and uh, mostly Twitter, uh, if we're being quite honest here. And then we move on from that. You can catch all the photos on uh, at FOHS Radio on Facebook, and I'm sure I'll retweet all those links as well from uh, the one and uh, only John Patanzo. So it should be a fun, fun thing as we get started on Friday night. Uh, don't you dare miss it. Uh, you're going to buy the whole seat. You only need the edge, such and such and such and such. So uh, get ready. Get going. Play the clutch and crab hockey. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Chesapeake Hockey Week on the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction. Uh, enjoy the week games this weekend. We'll be back to review them on next Tuesday. And until then, peace.